All right. Welcome back, Boomtown fans. I'm Shanae Coleman-Durden. And I'm Deanny Roger. And uh, yeah, this is Boomtown Stories. Uh, just a podcast where two nosy girls dig into people's lives. Yes. Dig, dig, dig. As much as you want to tell us, we want to know. Uh, we're finding that people have secrets that they, they don't want to talk about, but... Those are my favorite. <laughs> the secrets are my favorite part. I love secrets, you guys. Secrets I'm, a really good, I'm a really good secret keeper, and I enjoy when people tell me their secrets. It's my favorite. Well, are, are you a secret keeper if you're telling other people? You're in a whole podcast now, so. No, I know. But as long as I don't tell the actual secrets, I'm still a really good secret keeper. Mm. And that's, I was like, the, the things I know are going with me to the grave, so it is what it is. Hey. But but you're on a podcast now, so. But I didn't say. Oh, you didn't. didn't you didn't tell the secret. You weren't the one. Yeah. Okay. 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 I like that. I like that. I like that. I like that a lot because I also feel like I'm a good secret keeper. Uh, what do you know? I know a lot, actually. Okay, when we get off the podcast. No, I can't tell you. I want to know. I want to know. I can't tell you. I can't tell you. I can't tell you. I can't tell you. Okay. <laughs> All right, you guys. So, uh, what have you been up to this week? Like, what what do you have going on? Well, I was gonna say I went first last week, so you, you tell me because mine is gonna be the same. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been up to? I was like, mine is you know. I was like, this week was a hard week uh, for all of our listeners. My grandmother passed away, so I, I'm actually recording this episode uh, from Kansas. Mm-hmm. As we're, I was like, I'm up here for her services and and all of that. So, um, which I, yeah. I I told her not to do it, but she did. She did. Deanna was like, we don't have to record this week, and I I said I wanted to anyway. Um, and I will say that with like with that being said, I do think that this for me it feels like the podcast is a good way to honor the memories of the people that were important to me because it's like you're getting to hear people's stories and i'm getting to know people better like my family members people that you know but we're yeah. getting to know people better that we wouldn't have otherwise so i, I, I don't know. now that we've done it i think it was actually a, a good decision um i'm i'm happy that because i've i've gotten to talk her family members came in in and out of what well, we're going to edit it out obviously but <laughs> they they came in and spoke to me and and it they just were they brought some beautiful energy into this and i think it was good for them i think it was good for you i think it's good for me because you know i'm over here alone yeah so yeah. It, it's honestly good to talk to other people so i enjoyed it and i'm i'm happy that we ended up doing it yeah I was like, and I, I, I am. And I think that uh, it gave me some focus for this week, which was good. Um, and it brought a little bit of levity, I think, to a, to a circumstance that was tough. Mm. So, yeah. Um, but with that being said, uh, after doing this, and you guys, I want to be really honest. Like, I knew that I was never going to be able to... Um, I was never going to be able to like do an interview with my grandmother for this podcast. Like I knew that before this happened, my grandmother had dementia. I knew that that wasn't really going to be an option for us. Um, it, you know, it, we just weren't in a place in her life where that was going to be possible. Like it just, it wasn't. Um, so with that being said, you guys, I do think that, and we had talked about this and then just 
you know, we both have squirrel brain, had completely forgotten to say anything. But if you've got stories from your family members that you want to share with us, like we want those stories. Like I have stories from my grandmother that I'm like, and my grandfather, that I'm like, oh, I'd love to share that. But I can't, I mean, I can't interview them. So if you have stories and we would love for you to write in, like we would love for you to write in with their stories so that you can share them. And so that those stories can be shared with other people. Like I have great stories from both of my grandparents. Um, I've got really poignant, like beautiful, heartfelt stories. And then I got some really great ratchet stories because my grandparents were on one for most of their lives. Um, so we would love it if you guys would write in with your stories. Like if you've got stories about people in your lives and we would love, please, please let them, them be from people who were born before 1962. Um, we would love for you to write in with those stories. And if you can send them to boomtownstories at gmail.com, we would love to read your stories on air. Like, I think that that would be really beautiful. That's so important. I don't think we realize until it's too late that like because my my grandfather is my everything yeah. and and he told these great stories and he's this great man and i didn't realize that, like how much i wanted to hear more from him until after it was, until it was too late. Yeah, yeah so absolutely if you well it doesn't matter if you think you're right like it it's like they will have great stories so just like i was like and the thing is you might not think it's a great story yeah but uh, like, I can almost, number one, we're the two nosiest people you were ever going to, I want to know everybody's business yeah. for no reason. Like I just, I want to know everybody's business, but if you have stories, we would love to hear them. Please hey. email. We, we want to, don't let the story die with the person. And I know that that sounds uh, really kind of morbid, but I, I do think it's a sentiment that is just deserving of being shared. Like, don't let the stories die with the person. Let, let that live on, write the stories down. Like, even if you decide you don't want to email it in, cause you don't want us to share it with the world, write it down and keep it for yourself. Like, wow, it, it's, it's important. See a little bit. Yeah. I, now I want to reach out and make sure that I, I know their stories and I, I let them know that I, I love them no matter what the, like, it doesn't matter what happens. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, outside of a list of like five really specific things that I'm like, if you do that, I, I really do feel like you deserve to get cut out of, of my life. And guys, I'm talking about things like rape and abuse, like outside of stuff that it, it are hard nos. Mm-hmm. I do think that, yeah, like it's worth, it's worth going back and, and trying to make amends and yeah. So, uh, this week's drink is a French 75. Five. Yes, which I have never, I never had before. Um, I, I made one and it tastes delicious. I love it, but I do, I want, I want, I want someone else to make it. So I can't wait for the world to open back up to, so I can <laughs> see like mine compared to, to somebody else's. Yeah, yeah, because I did like, I we've talked about it before. I was a bartender, um, but this is not a drink that I've made before. And I went, originally when I made it, I went by the book. And then as we went on, (laughs) Sinead made me just like go off the rails. And I uh, just went with my heart. But uh, it it is. When you make a drink, I think you should always go with your heart. As long as, as long, and I'm saying, y'all, hear me out. Hear me out. Uh Uh Have a drinking problem. Don't go with your heart. Go get help. Like that. And that, I mean, it sounds like I'm joking, but I do mean that. Like if you 
need help, get help. Like don't stop doing yeah. it. But if you're okay, pour from your heart. Yeah. So pour I did it. I well, I've been doing because with um quarantine, like I just I want to make sure that I don't have a problem, you know? So I have been monitoring my drinks. So I did exactly by the book. Um, and then then I went freestyle <laughs> after I saw- Which one tasted better? Which one tasted I, better? Like your pour or like- Actually, pour? they both, they were the same. <laughs> um, I just feel like, you know, as a bartender, you kind of know. Yeah, I was like, you know when to stop. Like yeah, you have a, a general idea of, yeah. So it was a, a larger cup, but like- The quantities were probably the same. Yeah, um, but I would still like to know like from someone, because there are mixologists oh, yeah. out there- <laughs> Like if you go to a really upscale bar, yeah, have somebody craft you a right. Coffee. You have the craft drinks. Yeah, yeah. I want. I want to. I want to. I, I want to taste that. So I. I mean, mine is delicious and delightful, <laughs> and I am. I'm with it. I'm drunk. Uh. <laughs> so you guys, just so you know, like we record the introduction to these after. after. <laughs> so when we record the beginning, like, like it's lit. Like it's already lit. I'm like we're, gone. Y'all, I'm gone. I'm ready. Uh, <laughs> so excited. Y'all. It's listen. a party it's by a party. myself in my, <laughs> in my studio apartment alone. Once we finish this, I'm going to be twerking by myself. Uh, but it's a good time. <laughs> you know, I, I was like, I, I've had a French 75 before I made them tonight. Uh, and to the point where we got done recording and, uh, my uncle was like, Hey, give me one more. Hey, he's like, run that back, run that back. And I was like, hey, oh. did you, wait, did your uncle say it? Like you just did y'all are some flirts because you look <laughs> sexy as hell when you do <laughs> You look real Jeanette, you look real good when you said that. <laughs> I think I think you've been a long Nah, you look real good. Okay, uh, where are we? Uh, so yes, this week's guest is my uncle, Clarence Lee. Uh, great man, very, very interesting stories. He's had a wildlife. Uh, wildly successful now. So you know, so, was, wait, wait, like, what do you? Why did you choose Clarence? Like, what made you choose him? Okay, so I chose him because there are people in my family who I'm like, your life has been interesting. And I, and I get that. I think legitimately everybody has had an interesting life if you're mm-hmm. willing to sit down and listen. Mm-hmm. But there are some people I'm like, your, your ride was wild and I want to know a little bit more about it. Hey, listeners, welcome back. Today we've got with us Clarence Lee. Clarence, do you want to say hi to everybody? Yes, hello, everyone. Glad to be here today. Thank you so much for joining us. I love this. Yeah, we're excited. Uh, if you're drinking along, we are having French 75s. Diani has hers in a champagne glass, like a normal person. Classy. Uh, and uh, myself and Clarence have ours in yeah, basically yeah. the equivalent of a red solo cup. A Cheers. <laughs> Shout out to I, t- I might go change my cup. You know, I, 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 <laughs> I got a FOMO over here. <laughs> Um, and I didn't measure these when I poured them. They taste I good. I knew you didn't. So. I knew you didn't. I measure mine precisely too. I'm, Do you really? I'm, yeah. I'm doing things wrong over here. I don't, you know, I pour till I feel like my granddaddy spirit tells me that's enough. Yeah. You know, you, you've got to, uh, you know, you've drinking them enough that you ought to just be able to eyeball it. 
Yeah. You're letting your soul. Yeah, well, the it. thing is, like, I just feel like I used to drink too much. So now I like to, you know, monitor myself. She's not wrong. As she's someone wrong. who who knows her well, she's not wrong. Wow. Yeah. Yes. You you know what? Good looking out. Yeah. Also, <laughs> shout out to uh, one of our special friends, Kristen, who used to pour drinks just all willy-nilly and once wow. made me a drink with eight shots of vodka. <laughs> Didn't tell me. So never, I chugged it. Never and then, touched a drink from Ryan or Kristen. Or Kristen, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I passed out that night. It was unpleasant. That's right, I forgot you used to be the bartender. Right? Yeah, but all of all of us, okay. all of us, okay. yeah. So okay. it was problematic, it's fine. That's a good job though. It, it, yes, I it had fun. I don't yeah. think it was it. I mean, it was a little problematic. I, I have some stories about some friends who were bartenders and they what they used to tell me. Okay, look, we can, we can hop right on into that. But what they tell you? What they tell you? They say if if you are the bartender, it means you can meet anyone you want and enjoy the evening with anyone you want to enjoy the evening with. All you got to do is be attentive. If I know you're drinking Crown and Coke and I see you at the end of the bar and I see you're getting low, always have your drink ready. Wait, is this on? This is how to pick his, up his, his bartender friends were men. That that's what I'm hearing. His bartender friends were men. Zero. That's all. <laughs> So this is like you could go on a date with your customers, kind of. See, I was like, and I feel like for girls, when when you bartend, it's kind of the opposite. It's like flirt away and raise that tip and then go home so, at the end yeah, of the night I, solo. Like always, but there's do always, not. you know, somebody that wants to, you know, have some fun. You're, I mean, you're not wrong. There are always people at the bar who are like, oh, yeah, like you look, you look good. And I'm like, a couple of free drinks. That just makes, you know, either either you're, you're playing for tips or you're playing for playing for dates. You're serving drinks for dates. Tits or tats. You know what I mean? Tits or tats. Yeah, there it is. What are you going for? You know, now that I think about it, when I used to bartend, I used to hate people flirting with me. But then when I would go to a bar, I would probably be sexually harassing people. <laughs> but 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 then if you, if you, if you, if you I am just I am that is just wow. I am so sorry. <laughs> Think about all the tips you missed out on just by not not just going with the program. If you would have seen the I mean, if any you know what? I was here for it. Hey, I money, I like flirting green. with everybody. Money is still green. Mm-hmm. I mean, you 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 control your destiny. From that point, as long as long as it works for you, mm-hmm. as long as the tip jar is getting full, then that's that's all you're concerned with. That you know? that's true, but I don't know. You the people sometimes, most times it was fine. I did I did love bartending. I love talking to people. Um, but sometimes, like there were a few weird people that came into the the restaurant that I. Here's the deal. At, so. Here's the deal for people who don't know Deonna well. She looks like a she she looks like a sexy baby, right? So, <laughs> she, sexy baby, attracts the wrong kind of people. It's just like yes. it's like I was like, you're gorgeous, but there's like a sweet like innocence to you that I think pulls in the kind of people who wanna who wanna be on that stuff. And I'm like, uh, uh-uh. uh, that like I, I I have a different wrong type of person that I attract, but that was never an issue. You're very attractive. I, I think that you could probably attract uh, whatever you wanted. Do you feel how it's my entire family and not just me now, though? Do you feel that? What? Because last week when I was saying this to Terry, you were acting like it was such an issue. You were flirting hard. He just said I I was an attractive young lady. I just told Terry that he was attractive. I told Terry he was attractive. You was like, like, ooh, you're so attractive, baby. Did did I really? Mm -hmm. Did I really? 
Yes, you kept uh, telling him too. Uh, when I when I came to the wedding, the first thing I said, I said, "Who who is that?" Okay, well now it it runs in the family. <laughs> but thank you. But enough about us. We need we need to learn about you. You know. Okay, so listeners, real quick, my uncle uh, is a Q, and when we sent him the the sheet, what? <laughs> Diani just laid out. Diani just laid out. If you're not in the uh, in the know, uh, he's a member of Omega Sci Fi Fraternity Incorporated. That's correct. And uh, on his intake sheet, it said, "What's your favorite kind of alcohol?" No, what's your no. favorite cocktail? We said, no. "What's your favorite cocktail?" Uh, and his answer was vodka. Uh, <laughs> says no one ever. Like that's not a normal response. Like, what's your favorite cocktail? Not even favorite drink. I would understand if it said, "What's your favorite drink?" And you said vodka. I'm like, oh, okay. But it said, "What's your favorite cocktail?" Vodka. vodka. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a cocktail, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Anything with vodka it could be a martini. It could be, you know, uh, vodka and seven cranberry. What is it? My family is equal opportunity. But <laughs> I say all of this to say. I was very nervous that he was going to be like Omega oil and I was going to like dry heave because I had bad memory. You know what I mean? Like, like, ooh. I, 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 I can ooh. do Omega oil. We, we call it moo-moo juice in my house. Moo-moo juice? Moo-moo juice. Okay, why, why moo-moo juice? Moo-moo juice is a, is a mixture of, uh, it's tequila. But why was it, why'd y'all name it moo-moo? Because it was, it was Omega oil and I wouldn't let my kids drink Omega oil. So I changed the name so that it wouldn't be uh, one of the uh, fraternity drinks they would be drinking. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so the Omega on is for the Omega men. So um. by naming Moo Moo Juice, and everyone can enjoy it. <laughs> I see. Well, they let us have it at the party. I was like, too. wait, are people other than Omegas not supposed to have it? Because yeah, yeah. that was the thing. We would go oh. to the Omega house. It just depends on where you are. Oh, okay. So, I know so, the entire so, ingredient so, list. So if, if if they were serving you guys, I mean I don't. I mean they, I don't. They had al- alternative intentions for you guys. Uh, we are well aware. That of is it. true. That is step away, sir. That step away. True. Yes, that is true. They were not even subtle. For that, and let's get it on. <laughs> Terrible. You know, ding ding. Terrible. <laughs> All right, so let let's go ahead and dive in. Let's dive in. Uh, so I'm gonna give you the mic so okay. that you can you can talk into it. Uh, where were you? Where were you? I, I, I was I was born and raised in Kansas City, Kansas, and uh, you know I lived here until I was 18. At 18, I left home. I got out, I got out of the nest, and uh, I, I left Kansas City, and uh, had a college scholarship to go play basketball. Oh, no. At Whitworth University in Spokane, Washington. Never never have been outside of Kansas City for my first 18 years of my life. So. And then uh, you went to Spokane. I went to Spokane. Had you ever been there before? Or like, did you never, go because of the scholarship? Never, never visited, but just had the opportunity. And I knew that, uh, you know, you, you, you've probably never been to Kansas City, but I knew that I wanted to get away from the city mm-hmm. just because of uh, what was going on at that time. And, you know, you're just watching your friends and everybody's hanging out on the corner. And Oh, is and, Kansas City a tough? It, it, it can be. It can be, you know, and, 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 you know, understanding that, you know, no one was going anywhere. I mean, there were a few kids that went to KU, K-State, but, you know, I wanted to get out and see the country. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I knew at that time my, my parents couldn't afford to pay for me to go to school. So, you know, state schools was, was pretty much out. So if I had an opportunity to go somewhere to go to school free, 
the, my best alternative was to to take advantage of the free education. Mm-hmm. So you know, I get on the Greyhound bus, and I and I ride the Greyhound bus for three days. What? Get to Spokane. So I get to Spokane in the middle of the night. I ride in Spokane at two o'clock in the morning. By yourself? Yeah, yeah. By myself. Eighteen, 18. years old. And I had no idea where I was at. And you have to think that you know when you're when you're in the inner city, all you know is the inner city. I was gonna say demographically, yeah, Spokane and Kansas City that is a that's a big difference. It's like, like night and day. Yeah, it's, it's, it's night and day. And uh, so I, I show up in the middle of the night on a Sunday night. So that means I got to get a hotel, haul all my stuff to the hotel, and wait for you know the the college to come pick me up on Monday. So they they pick me up on Monday, and and I tell you, you know, once you get outside of your element of what you know. It's, it's difficult to adjust, yeah. you know, so, uh, and I'm going to give you the dynamics of the school. I went to a private university. Whitworth University was a, was a private Presbyterian school with, with a population at that time was probably 1,500 students with, okay. with, with probably less than 1% black. So I come from Kansas City where I went to a predominantly black school, high school, to now coming out that environment and I'm going into an environment where it's totally opposite. Wow. So, Wait, it's a lot of people in Kansas City. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Especially oh, in. I thought y'all were the only ones, honestly. I never. No, no, we're not. We are related to almost all of them. But You know, especially in the county we live in here, it's, it's predominantly black. Now, you go to Johnson County, Shawnee, isn't it? Yeah. But, you know, one, one, thing, one thing about black folks, we're we going to show up sooner or later. That's so eventually, if it's all white, guess what? A few few black sprinkle in. Next thing you know, we've taken over, and then now you got to move and find somewhere else to go. So, uh, but no, I, I went to school in Spokane, Washington. Hated it. You hear me? You hated it. Hated it. You know, because you got to think that the, that the environment is is totally different than what I'm used to. Yeah. Like inner city versus like like basically like hippies, yeah, right? Like yeah, a bunch yeah, of yeah. yeah. And then yeah. you go to school with you go to school with. Uh, predominantly white folks and a lot of white folks I went to school with had never seen black people live before. I could see that. So, so, so it, it, it's different, you know, but, but I, I, I tell you this, I'm, I'm glad I went out there, you know, every year I was out there, it's just like, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm ready to, I'm ready to leave. I'm ready to leave. I said, well, because the adjustment was, it was tough, you know, you know, everything, you, you, you don't see anything through your eyes that you've seen for 18 years. Now you, put on these different lenses and now you've got to see it from a totally different perspective. Mm. But at the end of the day, that was the best experience that I could have ever had. You know, and I'm glad I didn't, I didn't transfer a homesick, you know, it was no such thing as, as FaceTime and, and all right. that. So, you know, so, was, you know, when you were gone, you were gone, yeah. you know, I mean, you call home, collect and, you know, you're running up the bills and, yeah, there weren't cell phones, and you're like... sending, you're sending, you know, uh, letters and you know how long that takes, you know, to, to get to someone on the other side. Yeah. But, but, it, 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 and, and I look fast forward my life, you know, you know, I, I ended up staying out there for, for four years and, and I couldn't wait to graduate. So I can come back to Kansas city to find a job to be back in my element. Hmm. Well, God had a different plan for me. You know, I, I graduated, I came home, and guess what? I couldn't find a job. So I, I was in Kansas City with a degree in the business management. And, and, and what did I, you want to do? You know, at that time, I, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you what I wanted to do. I, I knew I wanted to be a businessman. What does that mean? 
well business I, I wanted to be in some uh, some kind of business I, what what type of business I know I wanted to, I wanted to be able to tell people what to do okay you know he's really good at that and, like and your whole family seems like we, we, are, we are pretty dominant people you know I mean we're leaders we're definitely leaders we're, we're not the world we're, needs strong yeah yeah I mean we, 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 we definitely need leaders so so I, I I came to Kansas City I stayed home for about a couple of months and I told my mom this I said mom I can't find a job but if you do one thing for me if you buy me an airline ticket to go to California and give me a couple hundred dollars, I guarantee you you'll never have to give me any money again the rest of your life. I do like a man like that. That sounds good. But what made you choose California? Well, I had a cousin out there. Okay. He says, man, you come out to California, you can find a job very easy. Hmm. So, so I went to the Bay. I lived in the Bay. San Le Angelo, Le Leandro, right outside of Oakland. Okay. That I know. My mama is from the Bay, so. Your fam was from Cali? Yeah, San Leandro. Yeah. Right outside the Bay, off E 14th. That's why Pam is quick to, that's why she quick, she classy, but she quick. Yeah, I was like that, knowing that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, the Bay, the Bay is tough too. You know, yeah, so I, she told me stories. I stayed out in the Bay for two months, couldn't find a job. I'm like, I'm like, man, is it, is it, is it the interviews? Is it the, you know, is, is it me? You I know, find so. that shocking, though, because just for people, because nobody, I mean, nobody else knows him, but you want to talk about somebody who's got, like, a hustle heart to, like, get it done. Like, I find that shocking. Yeah, but, you know, it's a learning process. Yeah. You know, you, you don't, you know, I was shy growing up, you know. Me too. I never really came out of my shell until I became a young adult. So we, so okay. we fast forward. I'm in the Bay. I'm in the Bay. Can't find a job. So something tells me to go back to Spokane. Mm, what? I go all the way back to where I stuck. See, I could have had a job out of college, but I didn't want to stay there. Mm -hmm. So I go back to Spokane. Guess what? I get a job wow. in wow. the first week I was in Spokane. But this was the catch. Then I had to move to Seattle. I did, okay. So so my job, my job, the job I got, they sent me to Seattle. So I said, okay. I said, man, I don't have any money. I don't know anybody. So how am I going to pull this off? And this is where, you know, you have to have a strong will to make, get things done. Mm -hmm. You know, so my roommate from college, he was from the Bay and uh, his parents lived in Tacoma. Okay. Which Tacoma is about 50 miles south of Seattle. So he says, hey, man, I, I, I'll fix it to where you can stay with my parents. I'm like, cool. Me not knowing that from Seattle to Tacoma is 50 miles. Not that close, yeah. So, you know, I said, okay, cool. So I, I catch the bus. I go over there and says that his parents picked me up. Now I got to figure out how I'm going to get from, right. from Tacoma to Seattle. Okay. So I'm like, man. So, you know, I map out the bus. I catch the city bus. No, I'm going to tell you guys some stories, and 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 this is a good interview because it, I'm going to lay the foundation for you, and then we're going to build from where I came from to where I am today. Okay, so so you know the first the first two or three weeks that I lived with his parents, his dad used to get up in the morning, and he used to take me to the bus stop. So I'd catch the bus. I'd catch my first bus. Okay, at at five thirty in the morning. Okay, I catch the first bus from from Tacoma. That first bus will take me from Tacoma to downtown Tacoma. 
I get off that bus and it take me the further way. I get off that bus and get on the next bus and it take me downtown Seattle. Okay. Now he did this for the first two weeks. Okay. So now fast forward, he says, Hey, I ain't gonna be getting up in the morning and take me to the stop. The bus leaves at 30. Okay. I mean, y'all okay. gotta be now, up. Now, now, yeah. now, now you understand you you understanding this yeah. picture. So he says, I'm not going, I'm not, I'm not going to, to take you to the bus stop anymore. So now I got to get up at four to walk to the bus stop to catch the bus at 4.30, get off that bus. That bus would take me downtown, downtown Tacoma. Get off that bus, take me to Federal Way, get on that next bus and takes me to downtown Seattle. Mm -mm. That's what time I used to get to work every day. I want you to guess. Nine. No, I'd get the bus, I'd get off the bus at five after eight every morning. Keep in mind, I'm up at four o'clock. Right. So I've already done four hours before I even get on the job. Oh Lord. Move forward. Now, now I got to come back home. <sighs> so I get off at five, follow that same route all the way back to Tacoma. I quit. I'm home at 7 30, 8 o'clock at night. By the time I get home, the weekend is playing. almost over. Yeah, yeah, you know. And 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 his parents, his dad worked at a, at a halfway house, so he treated me like I was a, a like I was a prisoner. So he made me stay on my grind. I paid him month. Yeah. I paid him rent every month. I had no car, so wow. everything I did, I had to walk. He was not making it easy for me. So now I'm I'm starting to get frustrated, but I got to put a game plan together on mm -hmm. on how I'm going to get out of this situation. Because if not I'm gonna have to pack my bag and go home. My mom, I call my mom. She says, son, you sound frustrated. Won't you just come home? I said, mom, I, I can't just quit that easy. Yeah. And then I started to meet some people. Then, uh, you know, I met a lady in the neighborhood who was a Delta, who who pledged around the same time I did. And she recognized me from pledging at Washington State and we became friends. And so she would give me a ride in the morning. So now I don't have to get up at four. I don't have to get up till five. Yeah. And she would take me, she would help me skip two bus rides and I get to the third bus and that's the last bus and yeah. I'm taking all the way down. So, you know, we, we did that and, but she wanted to start dating and I was like, ah, uh, I, I, yeah. I don't want to mess this up, you know, yeah. and I, cause I need this ride until I get a car. Well, coming back, I met a lady that was riding the bus and then she would give me a ride from the, the, the first bus stop all the way in, but she was from New York. She had two kids and she wanted to start dating. I'm like, like oh man, I can't, I, I, I can't do it. You know, cause I mean, me, I don't have nothing. You're just mad that you popular and everybody want to date you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I also want to just go ahead and give the same shout out that I gave for Shorna, you know, Clarence was a good looking dude. You know what I mean? looking dude now too. I was like, I was like and you know, you hear how slick he is. I'm hey, just saying. But so I was cool with it. So smooth. I was not, I was not gonna fall into the trap because you know the one who had the two kids, she she she, she was after it. I'm I was like, like she's man, looking, she's looking for you know, a daddy. Here I am, she's looking for a daddy here for I am, her kids. Yep. 23 years old. She's already oh, been married. Yeah, too young for all that. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. So check this out. I don't think how stuff works. So I was always cool with it. So when you know when I get paid, I gave everybody gas money. I'm gonna tell you another scenario. When I got my first job, I was making twelve thousand five hundred dollars a year. Oh no! I thought keep you were about to say a month <laughs> with keep, a degree. Keep, keep, keep that in the back of your mind, okay? Wow! Oh so my now, god! Now, now 
I, I can't even buy a toilet paper and toothbrush in the same pay period because it, it just it just wasn't it's enough money. So so now the, the lady from New York decides that she's had enough for Seattle. She's going back to New York. Now I had been saving my money. Say, you know, what little bit I could save, you know, because I was paying rent where I was staying at, you know. Keep in mind, I was probably only bringing home $350 every two weeks. Please tell me this man was saving your rent aside for you to give to you later. This brother here was rough, man. And I, and, and I could tell you stories about him, but you know, it, it he 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 made me. I can only I can only wash and iron on the weekends. So that means so all your stuff for the week had to be had to be done. I, I can only use the wash and dryer on Saturday, and I can I can only iron on Saturday or Sunday. You keep in mind now, I, 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 you, you see how much time I've spent mm-hmm. just getting to work. Yeah. So, and I slept in his basement, which didn't have no heat. It was just about like this, like it's down here now, a little nippy. Ooh. I'm sleeping in his basement. And 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 so I said, man. He, and then one day he came to me and says, hey, man, I stayed with him for about five months. He said, hey, man, when you going to leave? Uh. I said, you know what? Right now? I got, I got to get my yeah. grind on because yeah. this dude. He really telling me I'm getting ready to put you out. Yeah. yeah. So the so fast forward, the lady from New York, she decides she's getting ready to go back. She's getting ready to go back to New York. Her and her two kids, she really doesn't like it. This lifestyle wasn't for her. She needed some more action. So she says, "Hey, I'm getting ready to go back to New York." I said, "What you gonna do with your car?" And you, she said, "I'm gonna sell it all." I said, "Hold up, pump your brakes. Mm-hmm. Hey, at least give me first dibs on yeah. everything." Mm-hmm. She said, I sell you the car, I sell you my furniture in my house. I said, okay, now I got my exit strategy. Now all I gotta do is figure out where I'm gonna move to. Yeah. So my where I was catching the bus at my third bus stop, I found a, a, a townhouse on the water. So I moved there. And I, I keep in mind now, I'm trying to I'm trying to buy this furniture. I'm trying to buy her furniture and buy her car, and I'm trying to put a down payment on a place to get into a place. It ain't enough money in, in twelve thousand five hundred. It's just not enough money. So I got to think fast. I got to get in the place first. So I got into the place and then she gave me a price for, for the car and the furniture. So I said, okay, perfect. Done deal. So now it comes time for us to make the transaction before she leaves. Okay. So she might have said, you know, I'll say everything for $4,000, $5,000, whatever it was. Well, keep in mind, I ain't even got that kind of money. I was like, that's that, half, that, that's that, half that, your earnings. Hey, that, that, number, that number so far to my head, I don't need, I, I, I can't even think straight. I'm like, how am I going to pull this off? So I had a little bit of cash. I got the down payment on, on, on the condo and I had a little cash. And so she comes to make the transaction. She's leaving Saturday. So we make the transaction on Friday. I get the furniture, I'm moving in. And the last thing is the car. So she brings me the car and I give her $800 cash and I give her a check for the remaining balance. So you do the math, you figure out what the check did <laughs> when she got it. It dribbled it dribbled and followed her all the way from, from Seattle to New York. It bounced and I knew it was gonna bounce, but that was yeah. that was the only thing that I could do to get to where, where I was trying to go. Yeah. So, so, you know, she gets to New York, she goes to try to cash the check, it bounces. So now she's after me. Well, she's in New York now. I know she's not coming back to Seattle. So I dodged her. I dodged her for a couple of days. Scams. So, but but you know what? I paid her back. I I, I, ended, I ended up there paying her. Okay. So now I get on my job. You know, I get a bonus. 
$2,000 bonus. I'll never forget it. I went and bought me some new furniture. And after I, the furniture that you bought from her? Yeah, because it was shot, but it was it was just something to be rolling. Yeah. Only yeah. thing she had good out that deal was, was, was the bed, the dresser, the kitchen table, and some pots and pans. The other stuff was all junk. So, so you know, I, I was able to pay her her money and, and end up buying me some furniture. And guess what? From that point on, I have never looked back. And, and 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 I, and I paid my debt, and I and and I, and I say that, you know, with uh, doing that to her, I, I didn't have any ill intent. Yeah. But it's the only way I could get to from point A to point B, and then after I told her my story, after I paid her, she understood. Why didn't you tell her that before though? Like, cause I would have been like, hey, don't cash this for a little bit. The money, and, and and she was not if if she if she didn't. Sell it to me. She was going to, she had somebody else with her cash. But me and her had developed a relationship to where I'm going to give you first dibs. If you don't want it, I'm going over here. So I'll know I want it. But I just had to, you know, kind of, kind of do it. Did you act life. stupid when the check bounced? Were you like, oh, oh my God. Yeah. I said, you know, I, I, I put, yeah. I, I, hey, and you know what? I, I, I did that exactly. Like, oh, you got to be kidding me. No. That's crazy. You get a couple of days and let me check into this. So I checked into it. She started calling. Now she's getting kind of frustrated. I said, hey, look, I, I, I didn't, I never had the money. And then I kind of told her, she said, well, as long as you pay me. I said, okay. I said, okay. if I don't, if I don't promise you nothing else, I'm going to pay you. Yeah. And I paid her, but that was, that was my stepping stone to get started, you know? And so for, from there, I stayed in Seattle for probably about seven years, you know? So what was that first job? What were you doing? I was the, uh, I, I was the mailroom, uh, shipping and receiving manager for, for Edna insurance company. Okay. And then is that how you ended up getting into, into, into that my, insurance? That, that, was, that was my first task okay. job in the insurance. And then I, I dabbled around in that for a couple of years and always with, you know, trying to get into the claims as well. Because I had some buddies that were in claims that were making at that time 40,000, 12, 5, and 40,000. That's a yeah. big difference. That's a big drop. Yeah. So I couldn't, I couldn't, I, I, I didn't really get to enjoy Seattle the way I wanted to because I couldn't afford it. Yeah. So it was, it was just working home chilling, you know, exercising, hanging out, you know, maybe drink a beer or two here or there, you know, go to a club, stand on the wall with one beer the whole night because I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't afford it, you know. But, you know, I, I tell you, you know, I, after, after my first move, life has been good to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I stayed in Seattle for, for, for eight years. I took a job transfer and decided to go to Houston. My roommate the, the, in college, was in Houston said, man, you gotta come down here. Your money goes a lot further. Well, you know about oh, the- Oh, well, yeah. 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 You, know, you know about the West Coast. I miss, I miss the cost of living in Houston very much. Yeah, yeah. So I said, okay, you said, man, come down. So I I, I go down and interview and, and, and my job transfers me from 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 uh, from Seattle to Houston. And from that point on was, was probably the best days of my life. Cause oh. now I go from from about eighteen thousand to about thirty-two thousand, right off the rip. So now I got money. Oh, I was like at thirty. Texas. Yeah, Texas. A from, lot I was like, you. I mean, you had a lifestyle. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, he was balling. Then and then my new job gave me a company car. Oh, probably. won't even do it. Uh, yes, drink on that. <laughs> you know yeah. what? Get a little further in. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to feel lonely. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get in. She's. I'm, 
Get a bigger glass. I'm going to. Thank you. You don't have any empty mayonnaise jars or anything like that? Oh, right? wow. <laughs> wow. So life was interesting. It was funny because, you know, like I lived in Seattle. Shona lived in in Houston. And then when I moved to Houston, Shona moved to Seattle. That's funny. Yeah. So we kind of flipped. Flip flopped. Yeah. Flip flopped. Yeah. Y'all were there at the same time. No, we, we 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 were there for the same time for just a couple couple days. It was it, it was not long. Life life has been good to me. I, I don't have any complaints. Okay, so you move to Houston, and you're still in insurance. Mm-hmm. At what point do you meet Terrilyn? Because I think that in my mind, I just assumed that y'all met in college, and obviously that's not what happened. No, I met Terrilyn. This is interesting too because I came to Houston in '86. That's oh okay. okay. In '86, June '86, and uh, I was in Houston two weeks, and I met her, and I said, "I think that's the woman I'm going to marry right there." Oh, that's what's up. So that's so, what's so up. And I, I meet her, and she didn't like me, and I didn't really like her, but you know, you didn't like her, but you were like, "That's the one I'm gonna marry." Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and it, and it was almost like love at first sight because I saw. My wife. I told my wife, that's going to be my wife. So when I first go to Houston, his girlfriend is introducing me to all kind of women. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. you know, so I was, I was like, and at the time, I mean, you're very eligible. Yeah, yeah. Like, so I, I knew you're child, making money. Yeah, making brand little money, new. Brand new. Into yeah. the city. You don't have no miles on you. Hey, everybody's Yeah, I was like, no kids. Like, you're, you're so good. So she, she would, you know, and she almost didn't come because she knew her girlfriend was introducing me to other girls. I said, yeah. no, that's, that's the one I want right there. So I get sick after two weeks in Houston. I get sick. I think I had the flu or something. And so Houston air will, will yeah, mess so, with you. So, yeah. so so now I need somebody to take me to the hospital. Oh no. Oh, you got sick sick. Okay. Yeah. So it was her. She took okay. me to the hospital. They said, Well, you can't leave him alone. So she had to stay with me. And take care of me. Yeah, and take you. care of me. So then we became we became pretty close. Yeah. And then six months later. Her job transferred her to Atlanta. Wow. Yeah, so it's like, okay. I said, well, you know, this this is probably where this ends at, you know, yeah. long distance love affair. She's gone. Now I get to really see Houston because, you know, it, it yeah. was just, you know, when I first met her, I was always with her. Right. Like so I, did, I really yeah. couldn't get to get out. So she leaves. I'm, I go crazy. So <laughs> I, got, I actually got a, a, another girlfriend at the same time. And then, you know, so I'm going to Atlanta to see her from time to time. And, you know, we still, we still kicking it. I don't think she's ever going to come back. Gotcha. So I, I go down to Atlanta for one, one, one Thanksgiving. She says, hey, I got some news to tell you when you come down. I'm like, oh, boy, hope she ain't pregnant. You know, so she says, no, she says, I'm going, I'm going moving back to Houston. And I'm like, okay, when? She says, when you go back, I'm going back with you. I'm like, I'm like oh, really? I'm like, you have some loose ends to, to, uh, to clean I, I, up. You I, I, were like, it, oh, no. There's no such thing as cell phones. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you So, you know, I got to get on the phone and kind of <laughs> kind of work through this. And I said, hey, look, now, you know, we got to, This is know, what it yeah, is. Yeah, this is what it is. So, so we load up and I, I drive it back to Houston because I, I thought, you know, in my mind, I really wanted to be with her. Yeah. You know, and, and that had never changed even, even though we had the distance between us. Yeah. So, you know, we, uh, we she came back. She stayed with me for a little while. And I'm just like, oh man, this is 
very uncomfortable. I was know? well. I was like your first time living yeah, with somebody. I was like, oh, know, this is a shock to the yeah, system. Yeah, this is this is. A shock I was to the unprepared for like, this. Yep. You know, uh, yep. about thirty days of that, she's like, no, nah, I think I need to get my own place. I said, what took you so long? You know? <laughs> So she got her own place, but we still, you know, we yeah. still spend time together. But there's nothing like, you know, okay, I'm going home. Okay, see you later. She leaves, and you know, yeah. the, the rest is history. So, but you know, we ended up, uh, you know, we got engaged, and uh, we dated for three years. She says, you know, I'm not gonna date you forever. Yeah, you gonna get married? I'm finna hit the road. I'm finna go. You know, she's and plus she was two years younger than me too. I'm like, shit. I, I if it wasn't for her, I probably would never got married. You know, but, really. Yeah, so we decided to go ahead and get married, you know, with the stipulation is that, you know, I, I didn't want kids right away. You know, I say, hey, let's don't get married, you know, because when you, when you look at our family at yeah, that time, that makes a lot of sense. A lot of people in the family, marriage just was not something that we saw a lot of success with, you know, so I'm like, uh, what I don't want to do is I don't want to be a statistic. Yeah. So if we get married and we don't stay married, we don't have any kids. No loss. It's, 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 it's yeah. no loss, you know. So, you know, we were married for three years. I said, you know, I, I think I'm I'm going to stay, you know. <laughs> and, uh, I like how casually he is about it. You know what? I think I'm going to stay. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm, I, I think Wait, you know. Slap that on a shirt. Right. I, I love that. Shirt. That we are doing on a You know what? I think I'm going to stay. Just Three like, years in. Yeah. Three years so wait, what 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 made you say you 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 gonna stay? Well, you know, I, I, the the one thing I liked about her is that you know she was she was from Mississippi, you know, so she's a country girl, so she mm -hmm. cooked. You know, you gotta think I'm I've been in Seattle I was like, for eight not, years, yeah. and, and and you know if I if something will happen in the kitchen, I got to go in there and make it happen. You know, I would get off work and she worked two jobs at the time too. So that, that kind of impressed me also. I said, like, she got two jobs. I was like, Terrilyn has hustle oh, She, she like, got hustle, you know, I was I'm like, like she's about okay, she, yeah. she hustle. She get off one job, she come home and cook and I I go work out and everything, come home to their house. Bam, I got a, I got a spread. You know, I'm like, man, ain't nothing like a, a good home cooked meal when you have been out there eating out of bags mm -hmm. for, you know, for three or four years, you know, I said, this, this is all right, right here. That's all I got to take home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Part of it. But eating out of bags, what does that mean? Like fast food. Fast food. Oh, okay. Yeah, fast okay. food. You know, eating fast food gets old quick. I'm like, yeah. I'm really gonna zero in on this. So, you know, we, we we were engaged for three years. Got got engaged on you know Christmas and in, in uh, I think '88. Got married in June of '89, uh, July '89. And uh, I've been married now 31 years. Oh, wow. Congratulations. That's awesome. So I tell people, you know, from, from where I used to be to where I am today, I, I, I've seen I've seen life through a lot of lenses. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't trade it for the world. You know, if, uh, I tell people if I die today, I've, I've had all the fun that I could have plus some, <laughs> some fun. other people's fun. Some other people's you have had some other people's fun yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some other people's fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. I, I mean I I I have seen it all. I've got some 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 very beautiful friends and you know good friends and you know I still got the same five friends that I've had my entire life. Oh wow. That's my group. Okay. And I tell people all the time that you know you will know a lot of people but you're only gonna have three, four, maybe five people that you can say 
or lifelong friends that I don't care how good it gets or how bad it gets, those five people are going to be. Yeah. And if you get five, you're lucky. Most people only say, get two or three. Uh, uh, yeah. But I've, I've been messing with the same guys since 86, between 86 and 89. Wow. And one of those friends, is that the, the guy that you were staying with his family? Are you still friends with him? Yeah, I, I am. But he would be like friend number seven because, you know, <laughs> his, his, his wife, his wife, then, you know, we should do some crazy stuff. And then when she hits him, She's like, hey, it's either them or me. And it's then he, he took, uh, you know, we still talk, but it's not like the other guys that I'm real close to. Okay. I well, thought you hated him after his daddy. Yeah, I mean, well, when we met her, when he met her, we was in the clubs. So when the clubs, you you chasing women, you know, you I mean, that was the name of the game. You go out, get drunk, chase women, you know, go here, go there, do do this and do that. And, and that's what we were doing. Mm-hmm. And so that's how she found him. Through the chase that, that that he was doing, but he settled down and we and we didn't. So you yeah. know, yeah, we we were having fun, especially while she was gone to Atlanta. You know, it was like shoot. I mean, you got to think Houston back in the early '80s. Happy hour was three drinks for the price of one. Yeah. And 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 the drinks were. I mean, the drinks were. Uh, were powerful. You hear me? I can only imagine because even when we were in college and they had dime night. Yeah. Dime yeah. night. Dime night where you could get anything you want. Like you call it. Yeah, they had you call it for a dime. Yeah. 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 Eventually it went up to a quarter. <laughs> they had quarter night, but like still for a quarter. I mean that's still amazing. You will never find that out here in LA. Like Yeah, but but we would uh, so I imagine in the eighties it was like a penny. But we <laughs> we we had we did happy hour. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Sounds about right. You know, and, I a little and, bit miss being all Sunday and, and, and you Goes know, doing football season. Yeah. Oh, no, it's Monday not. night football. <laughs> you know, and then, I mean, we we happy hour five, six days a week, you know, yeah. but but you never had to spend a whole lot of money because, yeah, yeah, somewhere, somewhere was always two, three, four for one. And if and if you got two or three buddies with you, you only had to buy one round, right? Yeah, some guys. Made it through the night without having to buy a round period. Because if you two, three to one, you got five, six drinks on the table. And you, I mean, and they. I would and, go. To, I would go to the restroom every time. I'd be like, yeah, I'll be right back. Yeah. So I, got the, I got the next one. I'll be right back. Go oh, one. hey, and, and got, those guys wouldn't let you get out of rotation. There it is. Home to it. But we have fun. I love Houston. Houston. Houston was a good city for me. You look so nostalgic right now. Like the look on your face is. I just, I love that I'm from Houston. I just don't, because I grew up in Missouri City, so it, it it's just a little bit further. So I just, I don't think that I've experienced Houston the way that other people have experienced it. So I don't, no, like I don't have anything to admit. Like we would go to Pink Monkey. <laughs> they dragged me to pink monkey you guys yeah, they dragged me our spot but like i don't that's all that i have i don't really have i don't know i just haven't experienced houston as well, an adult I, I tell, so. I, I, young adults yeah, man houston is is, is, is to me is, just, is what it is there was that one summer where it, i was reckless and i did have a great time i did yeah. have that one summer that but, one summer oh but we God. have fun though that's that's what matters. <laughs> yeah, Houston is probably by far the funnest city I've ever lived in. Really? Well, that makes sense. And I and I travel. I've traveled all over the country. 
And, I was and, like, I mean, he, you travel a lot for work. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's it, and you lived all over the country or, or just traveled? Uh, I, I've, I've worked pretty much all the major cities. You know, like I told you, I lived in Pasadena for, you know, yeah. 10, I, lived in, I lived in Orange County for eight, nine months. Right what there. was that like? Uh, living in Orange County? Mm-hmm. It's very nice. If, was it a little bit of a hot mess though? No, if, if if I had, if I could afford it, that's where I would move to Irvine, California. You're a little bougie though. Yeah, yeah, that, if, yeah, because that's very, very. If very I could afford it, that, that's that's where I would be. But it's very, very, very exclusive and very, very expensive out there. But like I said, when you we traveling, we traveling on company money, so we yeah. get to enjoy. It. I was like, you get to have that. Full yeah, we, experience. Get, we get to like, enjoy that. Full so experience. wait, were you partying out in Orange County? Yeah, we party. Yeah, while we were working, yeah, we party. Where, where is it a party? Back then, uh, sucks. We, we 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 did a lot of coming up to LA. The bars were happening then, so I mean the restaurants were happening. So you go in the restaurant bar and you might have music and and and, yeah. and you get it on in, you know. I always have a good time when I go to California, though. Oh, I love California. Like I, just, I a, just can't afford to live. I was there. gonna say I don't think I could live there, but I have a I have a great time. You know, a couple hundred. A couple hundred thousand dollars a year don't take you nowhere in LA. Yeah. Like, it doesn't. It doesn't. Come so back. Be a suburban housewife with me. It'll be fun. There's nothing in Texas for me. So. Except for being a suburban housewife with me. It'll be fun. We'll start a new podcast. Well, if you find me a man in Texas, I'll move back. If you come back, you, you the man going to find you. you no, she, she got to find the man first. Then I'll be giving up on my dream. So. Well, what's uh, your dream? You don't have to give up on your dream to do that. You can do that. What would I do in Texas? I wouldn't be an actor in Texas. You could be an actor in Texas. Oh, you want to be an actor? Yeah. Uh, are you having any luck out there? Is that what you're working in now? Yeah, it's it's a roller coaster ride, but yeah. But I, I, I don't think I don't think she would have a problem finding a man in Texas. Though. No, I, in all honesty, she wouldn't have a problem. She doesn't have a problem finding a man in LA. It's, yeah, it's just what you, what you want, huh? Quality man. I want quality. Yeah, the BS. I mean, it's it's gonna be BS, and you you know, you young ladies got to recognize game though, because hmm. guys are coming with the game. Okay, well, tell put us on. Can you put us on? Can you? I mean, you, you, I mean, you just got a, a, a. Like I said, life ain't always been easy. I got hit upside my head a couple times. But I think you have to. Like yeah, I think but, you, but you have to. That's how you get your experience. Yeah. though. You you only get experience by your failures. I fell in love with a married lady. You fell in love, love. Oh man, my goodness. What? And 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 I didn't. I couldn't understand why she loved me as much as I loved her. Cause I have uh, just but just a little money, and her husband was a, a NFL um, NFL football agent. So she had she had a kid, and she had she had a nanny. She lived at, at that time in a in a four thousand square foot house, and and I'm living in in, in a two hundred fifty dollar a month apartment. But she wow. loved to hang out in that apartment though, and, and I'm just like, what does she see in me? Yeah, why are you here? Yeah, why are you here? But, but we had we had, we had good times together, you know, just hanging out and the stuff that her husband was always too busy to do. Mm. You don't take care of your business, somebody take care of it for you. Yep, amen. You don't do your homework. That's like there's somebody out there who's, yeah, who's some, willing yeah, to do some, it. And... Somebody got a pencil that's sharp and is ready to write your book yep. for you. And so did you just finally realize she wasn't leaving her husband or? She left her husband. Oh, what? Yeah. Okay, so she leaves her husband. Did she leave? Like, were you guys? Okay, so what happened? She left so, her husband and then so, what? So she left. She leaves her husband. She says, "Hey, you know, I want to be with you." I'm like, "Okay." Ugh. She left her husband. 
in this 4,000 square foot home in this nanny. And yeah. she wanted to be with you. I wish y'all could see my face right now. My mouth is hanging open. Yeah, I'm, 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 so I'm, busy. You could be a great looking man. Very charismatic, charming, love it, here for it. But what? <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I'm giving her information that don't none of my family members know. So imagine. It's, it's <laughs> but anyway, the, 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 we can my story, okay? And I'm going to tell you why I, I, I didn't fool with her. And it's going to sound strange, but it's true. I come from a family, a blended family, mm -hmm. okay? It, 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 it's, it, it's 10 of us, okay? My dad has six kids and my mom has five. Mm. Okay. My mom and dad never married. Okay. Oh. I have a sister that's six months older than me. Okay. Oh. So my dad at, 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 at 29 had six kids, six kids, you know, and, and so, you know, when, 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 when their mom and my mom was pregnant, he had to make decisions. Okay. So the decision was either marry my mom or marry their mom. And he chose to marry their mom. So now me and my mom, which are teenagers, or she, my mom's 18, she got a baby, you know? So my mom gets, gets, gets married to another guy, has two more kids, stays married to him for four or five years, divorces him, marries another guy and has two more kids. And now she's got five kids with three different daddies, okay? So, so rewind and go back to that question when I said that, you know, this lady that divorces her husband, with the kid and and you know wants to wants to date me and i didn't date her you know why because she had kids and you say hmm, why you say that I, I i saw stuff as being the oldest of my mom's five kids that that when you marry somebody that has kids the outside drama that the other husband ex-husband brings into the relationship and you know what it scarred me those yeah. early experiences. Those early experiences. Early experiences yeah. And I always said that, you know, I would never date a woman that had kids. And, and, a, and, and, and a very beautiful lady, you hear me? When I say beautiful, probably, probably the most beautiful lady I've ever dated in my life. Except for Terilyn. Terilyn's gorgeous. We yeah, love Terilyn. Terilyn is gorgeous, but she, she, she was two notches above her. But she didn't have all the qualities that Terrell had. She mm. she didn't cook because she had a nanny. She looks didn't cook. Are, looks are everything, okay? Yeah, I mean, but but look, I mean, but 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 when you when you young, you look, guess what? Looks are looks are you know they are important. You think looks are the most important thing until you peel the onion, onion back and you start to pull the layers back. Say, oh, that layer's stupid. Yeah, that layer's yeah, mean. Okay, I could I I, I could really do without this, you know. So so I I saw all of the the headaches that. That, that having kids when you got an outside dad that's coming in trying to influence his kids. Yeah. And I did, I, 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 I told myself all the way through life that I'd never wanted that. And I was dating a lady in Seattle who had two kids who had been married a couple of times and my, and my mom met her. And me not thinking, told my mom that, you know, she said, why you don't date that? I said, cause she got kids. She, my mom's like, what I, I was like she probably went a little sideways oh my goodness yeah. she said how can you say that when you had some other man come and raise you and you're like that's why i'm saying that <laughs> she said that's why mom and my mom was let me have it you hear me 
you know, if it wouldn't have been for somebody else's dad taking care of you, you don't tell him where you would be. Because mm. my dad had five other kids. And he had a lot going on on the east side of town where we yeah. were in the west and it just it just wasn't in the cards, you know. So, so you know, and, and, and I'm glad I made that decision because when I started to have kids, then that, that made me say, you know what? I'm going to get married. I'm not going to have kids right away because I want to make sure I stay married. Mm-hmm. And then if I stay married and I have kids, I'm going to stay married because I have kids. And if I stay married, I'm not going to leave at least until my youngest is 18. And marriage is like this. You hear me? Yeah, it's like this. It's like any relationship. At any given time, you can pick your bags up and go. Mm-hmm. But I made a promise. I said, I will only leave your house one time. I'm not going to run in and out. When I say I'm gone, I'm gone. I'm not going to look back, but I'm only going to leave one time. And it's never going to be a conversation that, that we have that gets so heated that we can't never sleep in the same bed. I've never slept in a different bed in my house, period. I don't care how. We, like how upset we get. How like, upset how we it, get. That's not how it goes down. You know, we might go to bed mad, but wake up happy. Yep. And you just you, you just move on. It. You don't you don't hold grudges. Yep. And 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 if you learn to do that, you'll be okay. Because marriage is about give and take. And if you give, and they give, and guess what? No one has to take anything because people are always giving all the way around. You know. So I heard when I was making a drink, you said when you first met your wife, y'all didn't like each other, but you knew that that was a woman you were going to marry. Like, can you explain that to me? Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> you, and y'all been married 31 years now. You know, it's, it's almost like it's, it's like it's like love at first sight, you know. But you said you didn't like her and she didn't like you. You start to spend the time to get to know each other and say, you know, hmm, I see what I was seeing mm-hmm. and I, I'm getting yeah. a better understanding of what I was looking for, what I, what I, what I thought was there is still there. Yeah. So it, it's, it's worth pursuing. She had hustle. She could cook, she could clean. Very smart. And she was very smart. Yeah. And she, and, and she was a hustler. You hear me? Mm-hmm. She, she worked two jobs, you know, I'm like, man, okay. Not too many and cooked and kept a nice house and just was a good. I was like, and it like has herself together. Yeah, like, it was you a good. Imagine somebody who's like hustles like that. You're probably not imagining someone who, is super cute and like really well dressed and like very, but I was like, but she is, she's always very put together. Yeah, but, like, uh, and I always had, you know, the, the motherly instincts, yeah. you know, it's just like, okay, she, she probably would make a good wife, but I think she'd make a great mother. And even right today, I think she's a, she's a better mother than she is a wife. Because when, when you, when she had them kids, that was her number one priority. Mm-hmm. I mean, her kids would say, hey, you know, look, dude, you over here right now it's all about these kids and 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 then what you find out is that you know you go through life and as your kids start to leave it's like damn where do you fit in now you know now you got to go back and just kind of redevelop your relationship because all my energy time and energy was put into her kids and and yes my kids are spoiled by all means they're spoiled you know no one even like accused you of that <laughs> but you know but those, those are my kids so that how many kids do you have i have three i have three kids and, and 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 my thing is this if you don't spoil your kids i can't get mad if you don't spoil them so i i make sure my kids have always had a high quality of life because that's all i want them to see i don't want them to see how i grew up Mm-hmm. On, on the south side of the tracks so now now you 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 as a kid you have to in order to maintain that level you have to go get it yourself 
Because you've that's all you've ever seen. I was like, but I was yeah. like, you've been exposed to yeah, it. Yeah, you've so been exposed to it. I don't want yeah, that. Yeah, I don't want yeah, yeah, you, you want steak, not bologna. Uh okay, so you've you've traveled all these places for work, you've done all this stuff. Can you give us one just just one wild story? Just like one. My other uncle is in the background cackling, y'all. Cackling. Oh, yeah, I can give you a uh, D, I want to let you know that we made an executive decision that we're going to interview you even though you don't technically qualify. Yes, I was like, we made the decision to override our own rules and you're going to make it in. We decided it was worth it. We're going to break I, our own. I honestly, like, I always, you were on my list. Uh, you are, okay, so we, we bring our list of interview candidates and Deonty goes, where's D? She like, I'll put him on my list. <laughs> he's not on yours. I said, Deonty, he's not old enough. She was like, are you oh. sure? <laughs> Yes, I, yes, I'm sure. I know. I know when my own family was born. Cause I heard some stories about D. I need. I need. <laughs> I need this. And D has heard some stories about you. Do you want to uh -huh. get into? It? No. <laughs> Don't wait. What stories are you telling people? Silence. I'm. I am a sweet innocent. Stop. Girl. Stop. Stop. Don't I sound sweet and innocent? No. Yeah, do you hear the tone in his voice? Yeah, yeah. Do you hear the tone in his yeah, voice? Really ma'am, ma'am. But, but, but if they can get your hands on you, oh my goodness. <laughs> Diani, Diani. If you can get your hands on you. Diani. Oh. <laughs> get your life together. Get your whole life together. Diani. <laughs> it starts with the name. Diani. Ma'am. If you're falling for this tone of voice, you need to stay single for a while longer. You need to stay out them streets. You need to stay out them streets. If I could just meet a man who says my name like that. <laughs> he's not the right type. If he says your name like that, he's not the right type. Oh listeners, oh listeners, boy. I'm giving oh you solid quality life oh advice. <laughs> if they hey, say your name hey, like that, hey, turn around and walk the other Diani? way. I tried to give y'all this advice in college and nobody wanted to oh listen to me. Goodness. That is not that. You said go. Go towards, the, <laughs> go towards the voice. That's what you did in college. I did. I did tell you to go, but I told you it was stupid when I let you go. I did tell you it was a bad choice. I was like, this is going to be terrible, but you should do it. Those are those are my exact words. Yeah. Always. Like, this is going to be awful. Definitely do it. You should go. You should definitely go. Mm -hmm. Take a shot before you do. Mm-hmm. Write it down. You're welcome for those wonderful life experiences. I don't know that I want to thank you for them, but. No, 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 no. I helped you have fun. Ryan almost killed you. That's I helped true. you have a good time. That's true. There's a line. One of us didn't cross it. You're welcome. That's true. All of our experiences we did, we had a great time and no one ever like almost died. So. That's all that counts. Live to tell another day. Your wild stories. My wild just, stories. Just like one, just like one that won't get you fired. Yeah, no, one that fired. we're allowed to. Or, or <laughs> one that will borderline get you fired. Like, like you can get as close nah, as you want to the line. Yeah, yeah. Won't get you, okay, a, a story that's not going to get you fired, divorced, or yeah. shunned from the family. Well, yeah. I have none. Damn. <laughs> Damn. I, I, we didn't. I, I got a couple of good ones, but, you know, for the sake of the internet, you know, we don't want, we don't want this. Okay, okay. Like give us like give us give us you can give us an edited one. But like not highly edited, like a little edited. Well, I do want to know so you were in Washington and you pledged 
So there were enough black people to do that. Mm-hmm. We played at Washington State, which was a larger university than where we went to school at. Oh, oh, oh! So you didn't play at your actual? Co- oh, no, it was not. Enough. Is that because private colleges do they not have? No, they didn't have. They didn't okay. Have Greeks. Oh, anything. so then you partied oh, at a we, different college. We, we, we party, yeah. We, you know, once you, once you cross that Greek life, you, yeah. I mean, you party and everywhere you go is a party. Mm. Not that always turned out nice at the end of the night, but at the beginning it was always good. So we you know. we weren't Greek, and I had a similar experience. Mm-hmm. I feel you. Yeah. So I mean, you 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 always gonna have some parties. They start out good, but then you know stuff happens. Life happens. Yeah, it happens. What does this mean? So like. Okay. Okay. Do you do you remember your graduation party before you passed out? Yes, it was horrible. That was a fantastic party. That was a fantastic party. We all should have gone to jail. The cops showed up. Me. We all should have gone to jail. Things were terrible. I almost didn't make it to my own graduation. My mama but cursed me out. But you did. I like, made out with my ex-boyfriend. That was disgusting. Okay, one wild story. One wild story. That won't get you fired, arrested. I don't, you know what? I, I, I don't think he's going to get fired. And I, like, and I'm, oh I'm not going to tell you time frame in my life it was so you, you can let it roll there it is you know i'm just gonna say it was before i got married okay okay one year working working cat duty and and the lady behind the the night clerk she was kind of kind of kind of digging on me okay so you know but the hotel has rules that you can't flirt with the with the guests she would deliver me breakfast in a newspaper every morning to my door and she would Knock on the door, I come out, boom, get the food. But she was, she would never be there. So I never knew actually who it was. And then so one day she says, Hey, let's go out. I said, Cool, that's the that's cool. So I said, We get off at such such a time. So she says, Okay, send me her address. And I go meet her at her house, pick her up, we go to this bar. So we go to this bar. And 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 I've always got a rule that if you if you're dating somebody and you take me to a bar, don't take me to the same place that you took. Little joy. Oh, I joy too. So, amen. so we go into this bar. We're sitting at the bar and we having drinks. And she's she's buying drinks. So she's not like she's yeah, freeloading, you know. So she's buying drinks. And so, you know, all of a sudden she says, Hey, let's let's dance. I said, Well, let's have a couple more drinks. She said, No, nah. she grabs me, we go to dance for and we're dancing. And we having a good time dancing, cutting it up, you know. So all of a sudden I see this dude come charging across the floor. I'm like, you know, oh, no. and, and I see him getting closer and then getting getting closer. I'm like, man, this dude here, he coming over here where we are. So the dude swings. No. He said, that's my girl. So when he swings, I duck and he hits me across the eye. Hits me across the eye. I'm bleeding like a fish. <gasps> so so when he swings and he goes down and hits me, I grab him. I throw him down on the floor. And we and, and, and we we tearing the bar up. You hear me? I got this dude. I'm dragging him all over the bar. But I'm in a bar where I don't know nobody. I don't know who who this guy knows. So you know the bouncers come over and they break it up. And uh, you know I don't realize I'm bleeding like I'm bleeding. The guy says, "Hey man, you 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 bleeding? I got blood all over my clothes." So he gives me a towel, and and he says, "Hey," I said, oh, "Just walk me to my car. Just let me get to my car, and I'll handle it from there." So I get to my car. I go back to the hotel. I keep my eye to go to work in the morning. You leave old girl there. 
uh, yeah, old girl's on her own after that point. You know, I, ain't, I ain't had nothing to do with that. You know, they, you got me into a bind now, you know. So I go back to the hotel. I go in the hotel. I look in the mirror. I'm like, man, I don't know if I should go to the doctor or, or you know, just, just let this ride. You know, so I, something told me I need to go to the emergency room. And the doctor said, yeah, you're going to need about eight stitches. Oh. So he hit me on the corner of his eyebrow. So... I'm sitting back there in the back, laying across the table with a towel on my head. And the, doctor, and the nurse comes and says, you got a visitor. I'm like, a visitor? Hey, I don't know nobody in town. And this old girl, mm. she's like, I'm so sorry. How did I'm she so find sorry. you? Well, it's only one hospital in town. Oh, so, you know, no. That's a little stalkerish. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I said, no, you know, you, you, you this is beyond sorry. You know, so, you know, she, she apologized. And then, you know, I run her off. And. So now I got to go to work the next day. I wake up in the morning. I got two black eyes. Two? So I hit, I got hit on the right hand side. I had two black eyes. So now I got to, I got to wear my glasses to work. So <laughs> so, so I, I go to work the next Wait, day. What kind of ducking did you do? Because I mean, he hit me across. He hit me across the, the eye with that. He had a ring on his finger. Okay. Across the eye, right on that corner, right there. And I had two black eyes. So I go to work the next day. I got I got my glasses on. They said, man, what happened to you? I said, man, I was out playing basketball last night. It was, a, it was a Friday night. I said, I went down for a rebound and got elbowed. You know, wow. just kind of let that story run, you know. Wow. Man, I, I, every, every time I seen her from that point on in that hotel, you know, I was I, I, I was ready to get after her. But, you know, you know, lesson learned. For one, don't, don't go out while you're out of town by yourself. Because mm. you never know who's mm. who. You know, you gotta go, you gotta especially, especially with you know with with strange women at that you know so that that that's one of my wildest stories of being out on the road and traveling and having a good time. I learned my lesson from that point on. I never went out like that again. You know, and if if if, 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 you, if you hanging out, don't take me nowhere where little Jimmy and them gonna be at. You know, and, and you, Jimmy. you and little Jimmy got issues, and I I don't know about it. Now, next thing you know, I'm in the middle of something that. I, I shouldn't even so you you never asked an explanation. She never gave you one. You were no, just like, no, nah, all cut, all ties cut. Yeah, oh, that's cut. I mean, that, I mean, you 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 put me in. You put me in. You put me in in danger. You know, you put me. I mean, you knew he was there. Yeah. If he's there, hey, look, hey, look. Uh, my ex is here. Oh, then look, I, I make my move. Yeah. Oh, and decide what we gonna do from there. Okay, we either gonna split or I'm getting ready to split, and you can stay here because I ain't about to be putting up with this when this when, when you when you fresh off a relationship yeah we dancing on the dance floor and he come running across the floor i'm like this dude look like he he coming over here that's my girl i'll never forget that that's my girl and he swung i said oh you can no have her. she ain't mine but he but she seen you know he's seen us sitting at the bar you know yeah. like i said she was buying drinks and then you know we dancing and the next thing you know we fighting first and only time i ever had a fight in the bar out of town on the road by yourself, you know, it kind of has a different dynamic. Hell, I don't know which way to run. You know, I'm like, yeah. shit, I, we 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 got to scrap this on out. You know, you know what? That's true because I feel like we give young women the advice of like, don't go out strange places by yourself mm -hmm. in places that you don't know. Like it's dangerous, but that that's dangerous for anybody. Got like it. you yeah. don't know what you're walking into. You know, especially when there's there's women involved too, and then you know, the like I said, like, yeah, the opposite sex, and then and then you've got you you've got her coming out in a dealing coming out of a relationship with him, yeah, and not telling me, and then I'm in a situation where I don't know what the hell's going on, and now I'm in the middle of I'm fighting I'm fighting over what I don't know what I'm fighting for. 
I don't know. Is he? He knocked yes, me upside right. my I head, and now all of a sudden, I, I'm just I, I'm I'm fighting. I'm trying to get out of here. You know. Yeah. But I, I need to say I had, I had I had two black eyes for about for about ten days. Oof. I said she couldn't apologize enough to make me you know want to want to hang yeah, out with no, her. Not at all. Not money maker hit yeah. you in the money. That's not yeah. what's yeah. Yeah. Not that, that that's a wild story, and and, and from that point on. I never, I never traveled, you know, without, without some buddies, you know, just yeah, in yeah. case. Right. You know? And after that, I, I, I wouldn't go out, you know, for a long time after that, just because I just couldn't believe I let myself get into that. You yeah. know, like I said, there was nothing going on, you know. Well, that, that sucks that you feel like you let yourself get into that because like, this was all innocent on your, your end. Like that, yeah, like yeah, that yeah, was yeah, a setup, it, it, like it, it, in all honesty. Yeah, it, exactly, it exactly that's exactly what it was. And after you think about it, says, so, you know, she set me up, you know. I mean, she's having problems with her boyfriend, mm -hmm. trying to make him jealous, and here mm -hmm. I come, and then he thinks yeah, it's you know, he thinks I'm the reason for the for the issues, and and then at the end of the day, it's not. You know, I'm 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 just I'm just an innocent bystander. Hey, I'm I'm out of town. I'm, I'm just trying to have a good road. time. I'm yeah. trying to have a good time. We've been working. She's been delivering me juice and newspapers. Yeah, yeah, you know, she she you know, she she doing all this, and I'm thinking the coast is clear. And at the end of the day, it's not. You know what? Just be upfront with people. Just in, yeah. in all in yeah, all and, and, walks of life and all facets of your life. Just be upfront with people. Like hey, they say, period. the truth will set you free. You know, if be I free. know what was going on, I would I would never been in that situation. But yeah. but you know, sometimes you you know you you you, you let your guard down, and yeah. when you let your guard 100%. down, you're, you're vulnerable, and then stuff happens. Yeah. You know, so I tell people all the time. You know, from that point on, I I never would do that again. But it's a lesson learned. You know, yeah. for our young listeners, you know, learn from his mistakes. Yeah. You yeah. you don't have to have that experience. You can just check that box off. Let, don't let, do let that. Let somebody else pay for that. You know, right? instead, instead of you. Right. Yeah. Somebody else can yeah. cash that check. Yeah, exactly. Maybe ask more questions. I don't know how you don't go out with strange well, my, people my, in places that you're not. Well, most people go out with strange people these days, so that's kind of hard to say. Like every everything, like with online dating and all this other stuff, like most people are going out with strangers. So that yeah, is as somebody who went out with a lot of strangers, I'm just gonna say, don't do don't. it. <laughs> don't. Well, you know the my, the thing is this though. You know, just be honest. Hey, look. Yeah. Hey, this is fin. Hey, you know, this don't look good. Yeah. Bloomberg come across the room, you know, I used to date that guy or, you know, after the fact, when I'm in laying up in the hospital, you know, she come to the hospital bed and tell me, yeah, my ex is in there. I mean, it's, it's, hey, you, tell me that you, you don't out here with that because it, it's, it's too late. You should have told me that when you saw him. Yes. I'm going to stay here or I'm going I'm to leave you and you can be with him or you're going to come on and go with me and I'm going to take you back home. And yeah. then we just deal with it from there. But. Or you say, hey, I'm I'm dating somebody or or something yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. And you let the other person make the decision to go to a bar where that person isn't at. Mm -hmm. Like that. I mean, that could have been very easily solved. Do you want to do you want to refresh? You, you scan the do room you and you look around. Yeah, you, can. you come in, you scan the room. And if and, and if you see danger, you move, you keep it moving, you know. Yeah, I, I, I think that's I, I, the story is so much for the people, like for the you people. I'm gonna say this right now it's, it's for, for the you. other girl, yeah. for the girl in that story. For if you're the girl or the guy, yeah. if you're the person who's doing the effed up thing, yeah, yeah. just don't. Just, I'm, I'm, be I mean, a just decent be human yeah, being. Yeah, yeah, like be, be a decent human being. Because you're the only one that knows what's going on. Exactly. You know? I was and like, nobody else in that story. I had, I, I, had I had no clue. Yeah. I, I mean, no, I mean, zero clue. Don't, don't be you a know, good person. Am. On a Friday night in in the bar having a good time, and all of a sudden I'm 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 and fighting. You know, I'm like, yeah. oh really? I just don't think people give people the benefit of the doubt. Just tell me the truth, and I can yeah. rock with it. 
Yeah, like let me make the choice. Let me like give me my choices. You robbed me of my decision. I don't want to be caught in the middle of something and I like it's too late to react or or whatever the situation is. Tell me up front, I will rock with it or I won't, but give for all you know, I enjoy drama. Maybe I wanna fight, right? Like, okay, then then let me me get ready for that. Oh, you've never been arrested. You know it. I, and, and, and I'm not. I'm not going to say that I, I. I have never done anything that I should have been arrested for. Same. I can. I can tell you Same. of an instance where where I was stopped by the police. I was in eleventh grade, and my stepdad was a uh, liquor distributor. Oh. So so I could get all the liquor that I wanted, and so so I'm going to graduation night. You know the seniors are graduating. I'm in charge of the liquor as an 11th grader. Oh, you were popular, yeah. Oh, I was, I was the man. Yeah. I, could, I, could get, I could get liquor on the on the low low. All I had to do was just steal a little bit of liquor from my dad, my stepdad, a little by little, and set it aside. And then every all the money that I made was profit because he kept the liquor at home in the, the basement. Businessman, he's a businessman. So, 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 so you know, so we 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 start arranging for the party a couple of months out. So now I got all this liquor. Now it's graduation time. It's May, and 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 now I got to get the liquor from my house to the party. Well, I'm so smart. I'm so dumb. I'm riding around with the liquor in the back seat of the car. Oh no! So I've got I've got I've got half gallons of of, of, of Jack Daniels. I've got I got a little bit of everything: wine, beer, the whole nine yards. In the back seat of the car, not in the trunk. But I'm saying, did you have a trunk? Yeah, I had a trunk, but but, but, I, but I'm so smart, I'm done. So so now I'm I'm on my way to the party. I run a red light. Ah, and the cop pulls me over. Why? Why? I'm, I, and I'm 17, so the cop says this. This is his this is his story. He says, "Hey, hey, son, where you going?" I said, "You know, to the party." He says, "What's all that in the back seat?" And he flashed his flashlight in the car and he sees, he says, you know, he says, I could take you to jail. I could ruin your life before you even get started. Wow. He says, you know, so what I want you to do is I want you to go around the corner and pour out all that booze oh, and, no. and, 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 and go home. I'm saying to myself, you know, I said, I got all these Negroes money. And I show up at the party with no booze, it's gonna be a problem with these upper class money. Yeah. So so the dude gets a call. He drives off. The cop drives <laughs> off. He drives off. I'm like, he said, once you go around the corner and pour all that booze out, I'm like, this dude is gone over this way. I'm going this way. I'm going go straight to the party with the booze and take the booze up and we party like like we were like we originally planned. Oh! Had he not got that call, I would have had to pour that booze out, but he got a call and he had to go. And I'm like, you know, should I pour this booze out? I sit there for a couple seconds, pour the booze out and take the booze to the party. I said, man, they 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 waiting on this booze at this party. This, this booze is going to this party. And I took the booze to the party. Wow. That was the only time that I ever came close to the being a, being arrested and, and probably thrown under the jail before I even got my career started. Right. You know? Blessed. So, blessed. so I won't say look at God, but I will say you're blessed. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, there was a plan for your life because yeah, you, you know, like I said, could have been in a lot of trouble. I, I could have been in a heap of trouble. You hear me? One, you know, I'm underage. I got alcohol. Number two, and my mom and them don't know I got this booze, and my dumb ass was riding around with the booze in the back seat. The back seat. So how dumb can you be? But I made, I made it through. 
I made a, a similar mistake. I, I I was with Melissa. I don't know if you remember her, but I was, we were in the car and I was like, oh, we're going to get arrested. This is how I know that God has something planned for us because. <laughs> oh no. Our lives should have been ruined on several so very what? specific <laughs> occasions. Ruined. Yep. ruined. And, 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 and you think about that. Think about that. If you make that left turn instead of that right, where would you be? Yep. I mean, we all have those kind of instances and uh, situations in our life to where, man, if I'd have went to the left instead of the right, whoo, this story here would be completely like one, different. Like one small yeah, different yeah, choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, really it, it wouldn't be the same, for that's for sure. So what is your, we'll end it off, what is your life advice for people out there? My life advice would be this. Live life to its fullest. Mm. And, 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 and remember, you're always living in the future because guess what where we started this conversation tonight it's not, yeah. it's, we're already in the future so so you you, you know I, and, and i and i believe in this that, that that you will never be able to receive until you give god yes. only sends blessings to those he can send blessings through and Ooh, and, and, yes. and, it, and it took me a long time to 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 understand that but one thing that i found out in this life is the more i give the more i receive and if and, and and if and if you if you give nine times out of ten, you're gonna already the, the gift that you're gonna receive is already coming around the corner. And I and I do and I do believe in that and I do live my life no, you really like do. that I because you, you really know what? I, I I give. You know what? I give and I give and I give, and guess what? I expect it to come back tenfold. Yeah. And guess what? God has never, ever, ever disappointed me. Like you do have a very philanthropic heart. That because because I've I've never I've never been in a position in and I and I and I told you the story where I started out making twelve thousand five hundred yeah. a year. Now you, you know now money money does not mean the same to me that it used to mean years ago because you know what I have extra money. So I can I I can afford to do things that I never thought I would be able to do in this lifetime. Like I said when I started out. This conversation that you know what if I died today, I, I I've had my share of fun. I, I've had I've had a great life, and 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 I don't believe in mistreating people. It ain't always been like that, but I do believe you reap what you sow. So you have to learn to sow better. And you, when you learn to sow better, guess what? You live better, and, and and God's gonna bless you. You know there will be some tough days. Every day is not gonna be a good day, but guess what? The sun will shine. I think but the plant will the plant will never grow without some rain. It's gonna rain, so you gotta be ready. You, you gotta be ready for the rain. Yeah. It's gonna rain, but as long as the sun shines, guess what? The plant's gonna grow. But you can't have seven days of sunshine without no rain. Because guess what? The plant will wither and dry. Like you'll, you'll die. Like yeah, you'll die. So you gotta have a mixture of it all. You know, rain. You know, you want you want plenty of rain. You just don't want the floods, but you want the rain. Because yeah. guess what? It's gonna the sun is gonna shine. You know, and I tell people even about this COVID stuff. Guess what? This too shall pass. Yeah. But you got you 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 got to stay the course until it passes. Because if not, then guess what? You might be one of those four hundred thousand people that's no longer yeah. here if you don't do what you're supposed to do. Exactly. You know like what? You can't, you, you if, gotta if, be you, right. if you if you, you do the right, right thing, guess what? God gonna take care of you. And guess what? Everything you wish for and you pray for, you're gonna you, you, you are gonna get. Be specific in those in, though. In, in due time. But like I said, be thank be, be, like be, be, 
directly to me. As be, 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 thought, be thoughtful about what you pray for and what you ask for. Yeah. Be specific because when oh, when I you pray for that. certain stuff, the it's, it, 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 it's gonna show Learn up, and it's like, ooh, I prayed I for that. That ain't that ain't what I really wanted. I if you want, if you want a shiny black five fifty Mercedes, guess what? You better ask for exactly what you want. Because guess what? When it shows up, say, hey, my prayers have been answered. We need your recipe. We do need your recipe. What is your like? Your hands down. This is my absolute favorite. Because we're we're, like, we're, we're trying to put them together. I, I can uh, I can do. I, I like drunken chicken. Okay. You know, I like I like injecting. I like injecting whole chickens. Put them on the grill seasoning them down and just kind of watch them you know watch them cook do you think you could inject like a salmon yeah you can inject, you can inject anything okay i'm gonna have, i was like i'm gonna have to talk to you about that because i yeah, yeah. Like, you know i don't eat chicken but yeah you can all you gotta do is get the uh tony saturans you know it's, the, it's liquid the, butter yeah. liquid butter and then yeah poke it and poke it and just you know what if you don't have like i don't have a grill you can do it in the oven okay your oven is your grill okay yeah yeah don't worry. In the in in the summer, in the summer when things uh, hopefully prayerfully calm down, and you come back to Texas and you stay with us, we're gonna have a party and we're gonna grill out. I'm ready. We're gonna have. We're gonna open up that backyard. We're gonna put some furniture back there. Yeah. It's gonna be a party. I'm ready. I was like, that. I was like, I we bought our house because it would be good for entertaining. Like that. Like we walked in and I was like, and, and that's what you imagine want. how many people we could have. I was like, imagine. Like I was like, my whole. I was like, both of our families could come over and have a good time, and there would be space for everybody. Yeah. And I was like, I want this house. Like, I want this house because we could have both of our families and it would be, and, and, it would be and, enough and, space. And when I bought my house in South Carolina, that's what I bought it for. And, and don't, don't none of my family ever come to visit me. Listen, ain't nothing but a word. I want to hey, I want to leave come, everywhere come, come, so come, bad. Come, come over. You can come over. I got 6,600 okay. square feet. You know what? I just realized. What What do you do? Like, what is your job? Yeah, I, do. I don't actually know what you I'm do for a living. vice president of an insurance company. I, like, I, I know that you're very successful, but yeah, I, I'm like vice president. So, so remember, I started at twelve five, right? Mm -hmm. I'm way. Oh, like I know. I was like, yeah. Now. I was like, you're, you're, you know, well I, up. And so, so when you see my story, I tell people all the time, you, you, you see the finished product on this but you end. Don't see that you, journey. You, you, you never seen the journey. Yeah, so that's you know. And, and, when, and when she asked me to do this podcast, I said, yeah, this this would be great because you know what. Now she knows me better than she did before we exactly. had this conversation. Exactly. Because I don't I don't advertise my story, but if you ask me my story, oh, I would tell you my story. Because I'm proud of my journey. And if I had to do it all over, guess what? I would do it the exact same way that I did it. Because all the trials and tribulations just makes you stronger and, and helps you stay focused on where you're trying to go. Mm -hmm. I hadn't always been a giver because I never had anything to give. I'm a giver now, and I found out by being a giver, guess what? I have more than I would ever need. Just because I'm a giver, I don't believe in in mistreating people. Never, and but I used to. I used to be slick. Really. Back in the day, because I had to just to survive. And I don't call it being slick. It was survival. Yeah. You did what you had to at the time. I did what I had to do to get to where I'm trying to go. Sometimes you have to do some stuff that you you know you're not proud of, but. Seem like you have a good heart, so even when you oh yeah 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 wrote that woman a check, like I knew it was gonna bounce, but I thought that you were gonna like have the money before. But you know what though, if, if, if I if I hadn't wrote that check, this story here would be totally different. I was like, it would be today. It would be. So you do stuff to better yourself, not necessarily that you're always proud of everything you do, but 
you know, you have to do, I mean, you have to do stuff. I mean, you know, the, the last thing that I ever want to do is mistreat people because guess what? When you throw that rock and hit somebody upside the head, guess what? When you go around the corner, somebody will throw that you. rock and hit you. But you know what has to be said? You did the thing, you're not proud of it, and then you did what you needed to do to mm-hmm. right the mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah. And I was like, I think a lot of people will, will listen mm-hmm. to that part of the story and be like, I can do what I need to to get ahead. And then they stop there. And yeah. it's like, no, 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 no. You have to backtrack and make right on the yeah. stuff that yeah. you didn't I, do right. I, I did, my, my sole purpose was to make that right. Yeah. And, you know, and, 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 I, and I tell people that I had nightmares until I made that right, because yeah. that was not me. But I was like, because you have yeah. a good heart. Like yeah, you have a good yeah. heart, you're a good person. Yeah. And that, that 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 wasn't me doing that. But I, I had to do that because that was my stepping stone. That was the yeah. first stone I needed to step on in order to get to where I was trying to go. I always had a vision of where I wanted to be. I just needed a boost to I'll get like you there. You had to figure out how to get you there. You know, I had to, I had to figure out to get, how to get there, you know. And then, you know, the families you're coming from couldn't afford to help you do nothing. Yeah. It's not that they didn't want to do it, but you know, you got, like, but it wasn't there. You, like, got, it just wasn't you, got, there. you got eight other kids. Yep. You know, you got eight other kids to take care of before, you know, they ain't going to sacrifice the good of four for the good of one. Yeah. They, they, they just weren't going to do that. So, but, you know, life has been good. Life has been good. Yeah. Amazing talking to you. Yeah, I, I've enjoyed it as well. I, I never would have thought that I would, you know, spend two and a half hours talking but you know, it it has it has been fun. Listen, listen. If I had if I had got you that other drink, we would still yeah, be we, here. We'd be, we'd be well, thank you so much, Clarence, for joining us. Uh, I appreciate this so much. It was so nice to meet more of Shanae's family. Y'all be wild. I think that you appreciated it too much. That that's neither here nor there. I did not. Okay, so Diani, uh, next week is your week to choose for the yeah. cocktail. So what are we drink? Um, I would like to do a cucumber basil martini. I think. I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I am. Um, I'm wishing myself luck right now. I don't know. I'm I'm excited. I I like that we do these drinks because just like wait, what do I like? But right. yeah, like yeah. what do I absolutely yeah. want? drink if i'm if i'm not just gonna go and be like oh i wanted tequila and club soda which is with a lime which is what i'm normally gonna get because i'm like you can't watching have, the calories because you can't have any don't have any cut out the carp so it's nice to be like what what i what? like and i'm gonna make it for myself like what am i gonna do like yeah i'm here for it i like that in all honesty it's very summery uh which i am here for Okay. Well, as always, thank you guys for joining us and until next time. Boom, baby. That's it.